Good day. I have Peter Armitage with me, CEO of Anchor Capital and Director of Astoria. Astoria listed on the JSC today, and uh, Peter, no doubt, is still pumped with adrenaline from the experience. Peter, how did the listing go? Yeah, Sasha, I think very nicely. We've traded, uh, the most important thing, it's traded about 10, 12 million rand already. Um, so for it to be a liquid share is key. It's trading uh, quite nicely, 20, 30 cents above the 14 rand 23 that we uh, that we listed at. Uh, but effectively, that 14 rand 23 is in cash. So it's in cash in rands at the moment. And the mandate of, you know, we've got permission from the Reserve Bank to take that uh, 1.8 billion rand offshore. And what you're really buying in Astoria is a JSE-listed share, which gives you access to a diversified global offshore portfolio, um, which we'll create over the course of the next month or two. Okay. I understand the primary listing, Peter, is on the Mauritius Stock Exchange, and the secondary listing is on the JSC. While the company is domiciled in Mauritius, can you just explain the advantages of a primary listing on that island? Yeah, I think it's a um, it's a very similar structure that's been used by a lot of other companies, um, predominantly the property companies. So your listeners might be aware of companies like Nepi and Rock Castle, um, and this is really a duplicate of that structure. Now, to get Reserve Bank approval to take um, a chunk of rands offshore, um, you know, you typically have to be a foreign company. Um, so the, it's domiciled in Mauritius. The business is run out of Mauritius. There's a 3% tax rate in Mauritius for Mauritian companies, which is obviously lower than South Africa. Um, and then it listed in Mauritius, did an inward listing in South Africa, and the money that's raised from South Africans um, will then be taken off and invested in offshore equities. So I assume then, because it's listed in Mauritius as well, you're expecting quite a large foreign holding as well? Look, I think... We've played an integral role in the capital raise and our base and um, sort of circle of people that uh, we can raise money from is is from South Africa. So it is predominantly South African money at the moment, um, but it is genuinely an offshore business and Astoria will seek to get funds from elsewhere around the world. The intention is to list it in Namibia um, over the course of Jan or Feb. Um, there are some foreign investors who've already come in, in onto the Mauritian register. So, you know, I could picture in five years' time the business being 20% South African. Um, but at the moment, it's well over 90% South African from an investor perspective. Okay. So, so, Peter, the investment strategy is to invest part of the portfolio in private equity and the balance in large quality growth companies internationally. Do you want to talk about what you've lined up in terms of investments, both from a private equity side as well as in terms of the direct investments? Yeah, so I think the, the key objective is to grow the dollar net asset value per share at, at a nice double-digit rate over time, and that will convert into a hell of a nice return in rands, and that's certainly the objective and the dream. Um, we then had to work out what we think the best way to achieve that is. Um, so a big chunk of the portfolio will be in direct equities, in good quality businesses, the Googles, the Apples, the Berkshire Hathaways, the General Electrics that you'd expect to see in a quality portfolio. But we think to diversify, and also there's a very interesting return equation in things like private equity. Um, now, these big private equity companies in the ra- around the world have achieved phenomenal returns over time, you know, 10 to 25% dollar returns. Um, and we want to, um, it's, they're institutional assets, and you need to invest money for a long time to achieve those. 
Now, one of the benefits of Astoria is that it's got long-term money. So we can employ, but, you know, probably only 20% of the funds. We'll put in some private equity businesses. We've got one lined up for the first investment in December. Um, and we'd look to deploy the private equity portion over the course of the first six months. The share portfolio one can do much more quickly. Um, we'll deploy probably 30% straight away. Um, so investors can expect us to be fully invested in offshore equities through different vehicles in six months' time. Um, but it might take us anywhere between one week and six months to get fully invested. We obviously want to do it on a rational basis and not rush into things, um, okay. given that it's long-term capital. And, and Peter, you, you spoke about uh, double-digit uh, dollar-based returns. Do you want to just talk about what kind of returns investors can expect and, and how quickly they should realistically expect them? And, and will returns be in the form of dividends as well or just capital appreciation? So initially, we're not going to pay dividends um, in Astoria. I think uh, the message we've got from shareholders is they're putting money into this to have offshore exposure so they don't want money back in rands. Um, this business is owned by the shareholders. Um, Daryl Kaplan, the CEO, will canvass them from time to time and might change that policy over time. In terms of when will you get the returns, you know, this is a long-term investment. Um, there's, there's no guarantees in the investment world. Um, you know, on a 10-year view, I think a reasonable expectation from global equity markets would be kind of a 6 to 8% return plus 2 or 3% in dollars. So you should be able to get 8 to 11% in, from the markets. And obviously the whole reason that we've created this vehicle is to try and achieve more than that. Um, so that's, that would be achieved one of three ways. One is to pick the right shares that outperform that. Two is for the other vehicles that we invest in, like the private equity, to achieve better returns than that, which they have historically. And the third way would be to effectively use gearing. Um, you know, the cost of money offshore, we can borrow money at 2 to 3%. And if you can invest it at, you know, 10%, um, obviously there's a very nice uh, kicker. But markets are volatile. Um, you know, the, in, in one year, anything can happen. and Investments can be up or down. Um, but we're making long-term investments in businesses that, are, that we're comfortable will give great long-term returns. Hmm. Well, it's certainly a, an interesting and exciting-sounding growth story. Thank you, Peter. That was Peter Armitage, CEO of Anchor Capital and Director of Astoria.